This is the Practicing XP podcast. Hi, I'm Akshay. And I'm Chirag. We've been practicing extreme programming for 10 years each in ThoughtWorks. In this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, our opinions and experiences while practicing XP. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of Practicing XP. Uh, this is our estimation series and today we're going to talk about how story point estimation might be able to solve all the problems that we saw with time-based estimates. So we spent the last few episodes looking at some of the problems with time-based estimation and uh, we have looked at the approach to story point estimation and we want to end this series by talking about how story point estimation might be able to solve some of the problems that we've seen earlier. um and so one of the first problems that uh, we had talked about was uh, that story point uh, actually time based estimates one of the first problems that we had talked about was that time based estimates are almost always wrong and uh, let's see how story point solve that problem yeah so we said that you're almost always wrong with time based estimates because you're asking to complicated a question you're asking a question that is a mix of uh, how big something is and how fast can you go and so uh, in story points based estimation and planning uh, one one big thing we are doing is separating these two questions we are asking the how big something is question separately uh, from the how fast question and the how big question we are are simplifying it further to say just by asking how big something is independently instead we uh, we ask how big uh, this story is uh, relative to those other stories so um, so basically by use of relative sizing by use of uh, using a small number of sizes we are actually able to reach a point where very quickly without taking too much time we are able to generate a high level of confidence in in those relative sizes so remember we are not even calling these estimates we can um, we can actually be confident about it and move away from the use of the word estimates there and just call these story sizes and never need to come back and change it the how fast uh, can we go question uh, is the other question that we need to answer so so that we are one thing we are doing is acknowledging that uh, in all honesty no one knows the answer to that question and so you can only do the next best thing which is guess an answer and uh, and once you've guessed something then you've also we are also setting expectation that you should be prepared to uh, review those guesses be prepared to change those guesses based on real data and so you make those guesses about velocity uh, initially but then you keep revisiting and re uh, guessing that number but this time once you have real data of iterations uh, uh, that this team has has now done then you use that real data and recent data to plan um, or to estimate what the velocity will be for the next uh, next few iterations and that's why and that's how you increase confidence on the how fast uh, question as well 
and so you move away from the feeling that you will always be wrong to actually the opposite feeling that you are always right one because the it's just sizes in one case and two how fast uh, you're basing it on real data so actually you are at a very different uh, level in that scale you're actually always confident that you are right um, we had also talked about uh, the pressure that time-based estimation creates um, and this pressure is created at two uh, stages uh, so one it creates pressure during the estimation exercise itself uh, because you're asking this complicated question uh, 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 and mixing how big and how fast and the kind of problems that it causes at that stage is that uh, it takes a long time to estimate uh, because you're thinking about everything possible uh, and you're mixing these two uh, questions about how big something is and what might come in the way of getting it done uh, and so you need a lot of detail you need a lot of information to be able to make an informed guess at that point um, uh, the other problem is also that uh, you have a lot of options to choose from and, and we've talked about this elaborately in, in that episode. Uh, and a reaction to all of this is that you end up adding buffers uh, because you're never quite sure of the number that you're, uh, that you're uh, guessing and so you end up adding buffers. And uh, with story based, uh, story point based estimates, um, what we're saying is that you reduce the number of options and that's why you don't take all uh, all that much time to uh, give sizes to stories uh, and you don't need a lot of inf information because you're only choosing from three options instead of an infinite number of options. Uh, and then there is no need to add buffers because once you say that the story is two points, the story is two points. There's no need to add a buffer to that. Um, uh, and, and so that's why uh, these problems are not uh, true anymore in the story point world. Right. And then the other kind of uh, other stage at which uh, uh, pressure gets created and that leads to some ill effects for time-based estimates is the uh, execution stage. So after the project has got got started, um, um, overall at a team level, uh, there could be pressure that, oh, you know, we were supposed to get this much done by this much time. And so that's the time, uh, that's the pressure that time-based estimates uh, create. Now in the story points based uh, estimation, uh, how we've avoided that pressure in the first uh, uh, step is is by um, is by setting accepting uh, that velocity is just a guess and and setting expectation that it will change. In fact, that is the right thing to do because it will be based on real data, and also setting uh, and agreeing as a team, including all the stakeholders, that that we want to fix quality at the highest level. Uh, and that conviction everybody everybody has in the team that we uh, we will one we will deliver at the frozen time uh, two we will keep cost uh, cost fix and team size fixed uh, but most importantly we will keep quality fixed at the highest level and thus the only only thing you are uh, doing always is uh, determining what is the next uh, most important set of features we want to build um and so uh, uh, and so that's the that's the that that is what everybody's focused on to say how can i uh, 
how can i do the next most important thing uh, in the in the next given time frame and so uh, so what so you're losing that fear that oh you, you know i'd said this much and i could only do this much so at the team level you you lose that fear and uh, you could then actually replace that fear by a more positive uh, emotion a more positive uh, ambition that that we will strive for continuous improvement uh, on quality one but also on on efficiency and and productivity and so the team can even if they met their velocity estimate that their most recent velocity estimate or they did not meet it doesn't matter they are still asking the same question which is how can we get better uh, how can we do do more how can we be more productive what waste can we cut and so on and so you are replacing fear with with a sense of aspiration a sense of uh, uh, pursu- uh, of of uh, pursuing excellence and that is very powerful at a team level uh, at an individual level as well uh, pressure creates problems um, and and we've talked about some of these problems uh, that uh, it might lead to cutting corners uh, because of being under pressure and needing to finish something at a certain date uh, and uh, there are two ways in which individual pressure is also relieved uh, so one is uh, because it gets replaced with uh, team goals so there are no individual goals uh, there are only team goals uh, that all the members are uh, helping achieve which means that i don't get any special points or any um demerits for not finishing my particular story uh, the the goal that everybody is focused on is that the team committed to putting a set of features out in production or you know in a production like environment at the end of the iteration and so everybody is really focused on getting that out uh, into production and what that means is that developers are likely to help other developers and they are even likely to help other roles uh, because if the bottleneck in your system is in testing and and so you have a lot of work done but uh, but waiting to be tested then everybody should really help out with testing and so there is this lean concept of uh, start finishing stop starting uh, which means that you should finish what you already have in the backlog uh, or already have in process rather than picking up new stuff from the backlog Uh, and so the team's focus changes from i want to prove myself as a developer to i want to help the team achieve the team's goal uh, and so that uh, that puts in like uh, chirag said uh, not fear uh, but aspiration to or ambition to really do that and so it's uh, it would be difficult to call it pressure it's still uh, a high intensity environment uh, but it's positive intensity and not uh, negative uh, you know uh, negative demoralizing intensity and it's a collective intensity it is collective which is well. also then makes a difference so you're replacing individual competition by this collective uh, pursuit of right. of doing more as a team and doing better as a team right um the the other the the other uh, but the but the key uh, thing to note here is that all this good good behavior at an individual level can only happen if there is no easy uh, way to translate points into time like one of the anti patterns we've seen is uh, teams would you know do some simple math to say 
okay you know uh, 10 points in in a week so so that means two points should get done in two days or some 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 math like that right to to convert points into days and if so if that happens in a team then you lose some of these benefits the 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 thing to realize really is that um, this whole point based estimation and tracking and um, and uh, planning is really based on uh, rules ar- around averages so it's important to understand that what is true on an average cannot just be applied to every instance so i take this example that let's say the average height of an indian male is 5 feet 4 inches uh that is true and so if that is that is true for uh, for a lot of indians if i took 100 uh, a sample size of 100 indian males then i can i can claim that yes you know uh, their average will be close to the uh, close to that number if i took a sample size of 1000 people i'll be even truer even if i took uh, 20 people and did an average i'm likely to be true but if i just randomly picked one person and then and and claim that now that one person you know has to be 5.4 that you know i'll be wrong most of the time right they'll be 5.3 or 5.5 or 6.2 and and so in that sense they will always be wrong so that we have to remember that uh, that it is as as common sense as that that uh, overall you know a team can finish 20 points in an iteration doesn't mean that every story every two pointer should finish in two days or every two pointer should finish in four days some will finish in four some will finish in one some will finish in three and and that is there is no no aberration there it will all add up as averages and that's how it will make sense and so if you're able to do that then you are able to reach a point where developers are not Uh, overwhelmed by dates and time based commitment yeah and again uh, the idea is not to not ask questions uh, if something is blocking you if something is taking time if some dependency uh, is not following through then it is important to have a conversation about it uh, so so it, it doesn't mean that it will get done when it gets done and we won't even talk about it so it's meaningful to ask the question but uh, you have to keep in mind that you're asking the question not because you think that this should get done in x number of days but to really understand what can you do to make it faster make it better in in every way right and the second thing is um yeah so no, like so like i was saying so if we are able to really disconnect completely uh, stories from uh, the notion that it should take x amount of time uh, then we can also then get rid of all of those problems around sense of comparison sense of competition you know developers focusing on self preservation and working under pressure and replace that by at an individual level also a focus on excellence and continuous improvement right uh and then the third set of problems that we had uh, enumerated in the previous episodes uh was around tracking and the fact that uh, time based estimates are very difficult to track and the reason why we said that was because uh, you know you have to track uh, breaks and leaves and uh, and uh, every other thing that gets in the way 
because you can't account for all of that uh, during estimation and and then it's likely to one be wrong but second you don't even know how to respond uh, and so uh, uh, just a reiteration of what the story point world looks like uh, is that one uh, like we said earlier you are accepting the fact that sizes are going to be high confidence and velocity is going to be low confidence so it is estimated velocity it will change and what that means is that you're going to calculate velocity every iteration based on what has happened in the recent iterations in the past right so typically there's a concept of yesterday's weather uh, which takes into account the last three iterations and you calculate uh, your next iterations uh, estimated velocity based on the last three iterations uh, you're also going to account for any planned absences so if there are a couple of devs on your team who are planning to be away for uh, for the next week then of course you count them out of capacity uh, and that way uh, you will make adjustments to the velocity so if the full team's velocity is 10 then you might only plan for 8 because two devs are, are not going to be there uh, next week uh, and then the focus is really on continuous improvement. It's not so much about we signed up for 10, we made nine, uh, we, you know, uh, we are not working hard enough. That's not the conclusion of that. Uh, but even if, we, even if we were able to achieve 11, uh, we are still talking about what can we do to make this process better? What gets in our way? Uh, can we add core hours? Can we add other practices uh, to make sure that we get better as a team? Uh, and the last part is uh, when you're not on track uh, so let's say that you figure out that uh, you signed up for uh, for 10 points per iteration and you're not uh, able to meet that target and that's why you're not on track on the overall plan then the response uh, is uh, back to the golden triangle and so we are still saying that scope is the only variable uh, we don't want to uh, vary quality so we don't want to compromise on quality we want to still go live at a certain date and we want to keep the cost fixed because there's no point in adding new people um, to help make something go faster uh, it actually doesn't work that way and so scope is going to be the only variable um, and uh, the reason why this is an acceptable answer and uh, and businesses are okay with this is because we uh, are also confident that what doesn't get done in this release will happen in the next iteration right so it's not going to happen three months or six months afterwards it's going to happen maybe two weeks afterwards and that's okay for most businesses uh, for most features um, yeah and so and and that's why the overall uh, question that we are cons consistently just asking is what is the next most valuable stories to do and and thus that continuously um, uh, that continuous tracking of how f how much progress we've made and thus what should be the next thing that we can do is very easy in this world uh, it's very straightforward um, and all this is also based on the conviction that uh, 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 that really in in the real world uh, valuable features of a software will be will be the you know will be some 20 percent right so a make or break of the product is not going to happen because of the last 10 percent of the of the stories or last 20 percent of the stories um, and by by just the adopting continuous uh, delivery 
you've already de-risked um, the product to a large extent in the sense that most valuable features would be done uh, and and be in production by about half half way mark already and that's how tracking and responding to to to, to what you're observing is also much more easier with uh, with this way of estimation yeah uh, now of course to make all of this real uh, you have to ensure that you have the right story sliced in the right manner and uh, laid out in the right sequence so that you're getting the most important and most valuable features earlier and not leaving them till late in the release cycle uh, so that you're able to make these adjustments uh, but given that that's done uh, it's quite easy to negotiate and to respond when you're not on track so yeah so in summary uh, it uh, we have a strong conviction that uh, story points based estimation and the xp way of planning ends up uh, making estimation itself easier it ends up uh, creating the right atmosphere during execution for individuals as well as at a team level uh, so that everybody can be focused on software quality and, and excellence and it also actually makes the stakeholders uh, lives much more easier because they have a clear insight into how things are going and can make decisions uh, uh, to respond to that uh, frequently cool so that's a wrap on our uh, series on estimation uh, it's about seven episodes i think and so uh, hope you all find that valuable it'll be great to hear your feedback on on that um, and see you next time bye bye bye